1: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I know in the last week or two, we've been talking to a lot about Sidewalk Labs and uh, the fact that this all began with a 12-acre, let's call it experiment that uh, might be built out to start to demonstrate what a smart city could look like. And the next thing you know, it was a 1,500-page proposal that looks at about uh, just shy of 200 acres of land on the uh, eastern waterfront, which is significant, really significant, for uh, a real big kick at the cat, uh, or or can, depending on what you say, uh, as far as the city of tomorrow is concerned. Is it going to be built? Who knows? We probably won't know for a year. There are people, there are forces on council that favor it, but council doesn't hold the keys to this one. This is the waterfront, which means uh, three levels of government have to make a decision. So Ontario has an Information and Privacy Commissioner, and uh, his name is Brian Beamish. He is calling on the provincial government to review and modernize its privacy laws to prepare for the risks inherent with smart cities. Well, um, in his recent annual report, Mr. Beamish said smart city projects have many potential benefits, but they must not come at the expense of privacy. I have heard this song before, and and I think that it is... uh, um, worthy of repeating, and that's why the person who sings it most often is on the line with me. Hello, Ann Kavukian.
0: Hello, Peter. It's a pleasure.
1: Did you like that little introduction, Ann Kavukian?
0: It. it was lovely. <laughs> you
1: have a new title. You're Executive Director, Global Privacy and Security by Design Center. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. I've, I've gone off private. I'm doing a lot of consulting. There's just so much demand right now. So I've, really exciting
1: for the rest of your working life. I can guarantee you, there's <laughs> going to be an awful lot of demand. Look, and you know this as well as I. And I think when we first talked about uh, sidewalk labs, probably a year plus ago, when they when they first started a come on the scene and say we're going to build, and uh, we down here on Dockside Drive, Chorus Key said, oh, they're going to be our neighbors, ain't that grand? And, and we meant it, and we still mean it, on the one hand. Yeah. On the other hand, there was Ann Kibuki and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. It oh, is interesting, interesting, and it's exciting, and it is a tip of the future, but there are all kinds of things inherent in that, um, especially since there's a company whose entire business has been built on data mining. So why don't you talk yeah. to me a bit about that?
0: Well, you see, My concern with the smart cities, and and they're going to be here, there's no question, but the data that is collected is collected 24-7. So all the technologies, the sensors, they're on all the time. So there's no opportunity for people to consent or revoke consent about the collection of their personal information. So my view was you must de-identify, anonymize the data the minute it's collected. So the minute the sensor picks up, a car with a license plate number, an individual with facial recognition, you de-identify that immediately, anonymize it. So you scrub the personal identifiers from the data. Then you can do whatever you want with the data because the privacy concerns will have been removed. That is my mantra.
1: Okay, and I'm going to get you to break some of that down for me, because everybody's yeah. listening out there as they hurry from one place to another in the car, and they're saying, sensors, data, scrub, there's all yeah. kinds of words here, and, and I'm just a, a regular person. I may have intelligence, but I'm not plugged into where and Kavukian is. It's, so what are we talking about here?
0: It's really simple. The data that is collected in the smart city with the various technologies should not be linked to you as an identifiable individual. It's that simple. So when I say de-identify data at source, I mean whatever data is picked up about you, no one's gonna know it's you. No one's gonna know it's Ann Kavukian walking along the street in the waterfront, or that it's Peter in his car with his license plate number so that they can track you and engage in surveillance, and that's where your privacy gets eroded. But if the data are scrubbed right at the time they're collected, meaning they can't be linked back to a personally identifiable individual, you or me or anybody else, then the privacy concerns are eliminated. That was my goal.
1: Isn't the whole idea um, to be doing exactly what you're talking about, isn't the whole idea of the smart city to precisely be able to track Peter Sherman? And I'm taking a, a positive side on this. I'm saying, isn't that what all these sensors are about? I mean, I have no. this picture in my mind. where if I'm present in a place, then suddenly that huge advertising sign in front of me becomes something that's interesting to me, the same way it does on Facebook now.
0: No, no, that's not what we want. We don't want smart cities of surveillance. We want smart cities of privacy, where you can have privacy and data use for massive value, but not in terms of eroding your personal privacy. We can do this. There's no question. The reason that Sidewalk Labs... Um, approached me uh, a year or two ago to hire me as a consultant is because they wanted me to embed privacy by design into their operations that's exactly what they wanted and that's why they hired me this is eminently doable
1: okay so then tell us because this this uh, is a useful conversation because i think it tends to assuage concerns that somebody is giving you uh, an unwanted proctoscopic examination if i can use a little <laughs> cliche there so so if privacy by design what you what you really know better than probably anybody is we need new laws that make sure that we feel comfortable that companies that are going to do this on our behalf are protecting our personal privacy. So if that's the case, I need to ask two sets of questions. One is what kind of laws do we need and how fast do we need to enact them? And the other is if we have the ability to collect all kinds of data, but a lot of it is personal and therefore needs to be scrubbed, what's the data that we keep?
0: Oh, the data that you keep is enormously valuable. The, the traffic, at what times of day, how can we make that more manageable? How can we make it more uh, sustainable in terms of environmental issues? There's a ton of data. You don't have to have it linked to identifiable individuals for that data to have value. Trust me. Now, let me answer your first question about the privacy laws. Trust me, this is not the first time we've been asking for privacy oh, I, I love
1: I love when you say trust me because there's an old joke about the word trust me, but go ahead. I'm
0: going to stop saying that. Right. Okay, so la- two years ago, the Federal Privacy Commissioner went to the federal government and said, we need to upgrade our privacy laws. We have private sector privacy legislation. It was, it's dated from the early 2000s. We need to upgrade it, and we need to add privacy by design into it, because they've, they've done that in Europe and the new European Union law, the GDPR. And after all, it was developed by one of our own, a Canadian, and Kavukian. Let's do this. In February of last year, the federal government responded with a report entitled Towards Privacy by Design design sounds like a good sign right going I, it in the sounds right like direction. a good
1: sign because i think you might have invented the phrase
0: yes i did <laughs> and it was going in the right direction towards privacy by design but here we are over a year and a half later and there's been no movement this is my concern
1: well where do we go next i mean are we, are we talking about creating a federal or a provincial set of modifications to laws or new laws that talk yeah. to the new reality the
0: in Ontario, we've never had uh, private sector privacy laws. We have uh, municipal, provincial, and we have PHIPA health-related laws. But it's always been the federal government that has had the private sector privacy laws, and that's what needs to be upgraded right now. If if Ontario wants to enact private sector legislation for the province. Great. Be my guest. But look at how long it's taken them to upgrade our existing laws that were enacted in, in, in the early 90s, for God's sakes. I mean, it takes them forever to upgrade these laws. And the problem is technology moves so quickly that unless you really act, you're going to outpace whatever laws get introduced. So that's my only concern. We've been calling for this federal private sector legislation, PEPETA, to be upgraded for several years now. There's been no movement. This well, is what we have to push on.
1: There's no House of Commons right now. There isn't going to be until whatever government takes office yeah. on the night of uh, October 21st decides yeah. to recall the House of Commons. And uh, it'll be a new government even if it's headed by Trudeau. I don't know what the situation is going to be, obviously. But uh, it won't meet. Likely before Christmas. It'll probably take until January. So now we're sitting here in July and we're looking at six months of nothing. Uh And then this is not going to be the number one priority, no matter what anybody says. Uh And we're going to be into the zone where a a project, and let's use the one at hand, like uh, like, uh, Sidewalk Labs, is going to be in a position where it can install all of the things that it wants to install, but it will have no regulatory framework in which to do it
0: let me give you a piece of good news i agree with everything you said we have to do this ourselves we can't wait for the laws to be enacted but waterfront toronto who i'm now working with directly they are very very much in favor of the strongest privacy to embed into the smart city for the for the key side so they are committed to anonymizing data de-identifying data at source meaning scrubbing all the data of personal identifiers when it's collected you don't need a law for that you need to insist upon it so Waterfront Toronto can say to the whoever wants to play in this ballpark, you want to work with us, you have to de-identify data at source, anonymize it, full stop. That's the goal, and we can do this. You don't have to wait for a law to do that.
1: That's true. And you know what? Coming from you, it makes me a little more comfortable, and I thank you very much for your time.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad. My pleasure, Peter.
1: All right. Anne Kavukian, Executive Director, Global Privacy and Security by Design Center, and the former three-time privacy commissioner of the province of Ontario, and obviously with an active hand in Sidewalk Labs and uh, the Waterfront Commission and all the rest of it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and
0: subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.